welcome to The Depth Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Miller. Here we are going to be diving deep into the layers of the human experience, talking about what it looks like to live in pleasure and play, while also dipping into what it feels like to swim in the darker, more shadowy sides of life. I'm an embodiment and sacred sexuality mentor, guiding hearts into more pleasure and intimacy in their everyday life. I'm a lover, a connector, and an intuitive who is here to simply pour more love into this planet. Come play with me and let's go deep. Welcome back to Deb. I am so excited to be back. Took a little break in between the seasons here, which was so needed. Um, So great to just step back, reflect on how the first little bit of this podcast has gone and where I want to take it in the future. Be giving you a few updates here in this podcast so you get a, a sense of what's been going on in my world. Uh, And just being really uh, honest and vulnerable about uh, the last little bit and what it's been for me in hopes that maybe you feel less alone or um, just opening up the dialogue of this challenging season that we're all sort of co-living through. Um, So yeah, that is today's intention with the podcast and also going to dig in a little bit into calling more of yourself into the room, which is a topic I just love and adore so much. Um, Talking about opening up our expression, letting more of ourselves shine, and that's really my focus this season um, as I navigate things. So wanted to give you a couple updates about myself, where I've been, what I've been up to. A lot has happened uh, in the last few months since I posted the last podcast, as well as I'm not in the closet anymore. And if you know, if you follow me on social media um, over on Instagram, you would have seen that I have been operating out of a closet for the pandemic, for the the majority of working from home from the pandemic, um, as I've been co-working at home with my partner and in, in basically a, like a studio apartment. So I needed a door. <laughs> um, and the closet was really amazing because there was all this clothes in it and boxes and whatnot. So it was, it made for great acoustics for podcasting. Um, but now I am in a beautiful, well-lit sunroom and there are two large buildings being built right across the street from me. So the sound quality may just be a bit different. Um, and that's life, right? I've been kind of sitting on picking up the microphone and recording another podcast again. Um, and just being like, oh, this is not great. Like there's active construction next door. Dishwasher's going. My partner's clicking on the keyboard, like all of these things. And just realizing that it doesn't matter. Um, if, as long as you can hear me and these things, the perfectionist in me needs to chill. So that is that. So I wanted to give you a little bit of an update on just some of the things that have sort of transpired and a little bit more transparency and just vulnerability about my life. Uh, because I think that that, when I hear people who, who share openly about theirs, it always just makes me feel uh, really good and not alone. And I think that that's more of what we need and that's truly how we access depth. So, uh, in full transparency, I found out on my birthday, May 30th, uh, of this past year that me and my partner had to move out of our apartment, that our landlord's son was coming into the city and going to university here and that he was going to use the apartment for his son. And, my partner Austin and I had gotten really comfortable in our in our unit, and um, 
you know, moving is a, is a huge thing. It's, it's not an easy task and finding a place and especially in the Toronto market isn't easy and in a reasonable price point, that's not insane. So we started our search, um, the next day, but to say that it affected me, um, would be a bit of an understatement because we found out we had to move, which was a bit of a blessing in disguise because we really did truly need more space. But I have a really hard time with change and big shifts and things where it requires a lot of my energy because I am a low energy person and um, those those big tasks can feel really scary and overwhelming. So um, I woke up the next day after finding out we had to move and, you know, having my birthday and immediately just felt the weight on my chest and the anxiety building. Um, and I'm no stranger to depression and anxiety. I have been in ebb and flow with it my whole life. It's something that I coexist with. And um, I think in a lot of ways, it's a beautiful way for me to learn more about myself and others. And then it's also crippling. (laughs) Like it is such a hard thing to deal with anyone who exists or lives close with someone who suffers from anxiety or depression. Um, They're just challenging. It's just hard, right? So I woke up that next day and immediately started to feel that twinge of depression. And I was like, "Mm, it's back. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can't. But that feeling of like, oh, I thought I had it. Like, I thought I cracked the code. I thought I figured it out. And for me, my emotions do ebb and flow a lot. And so sometimes these emotions visit me and they're temporary. You know, it's part of my period cycle or whatnot. And then they go away. But literally every time it happens, it shocks me. It's it's it is can be really cyclical in nature, but then it does shock me and I get so um, all consumed by those feelings. So when I woke up that next day with the feeling, I was like, okay, maybe this is just my period, like this will shake, you know, after birthday blues, whatnot. But the feeling has lasted well into September now. That happened at the end of May. Um, And there's been a lot learned through the last couple of months of really navigating these big emotions, um, these big mood changes. And I want to be honest, I want to share those things with you today in hopes that, yeah, if you are feeling here to sit on instead of the floor, I'm now so, so grateful for being in this office space where I am in a sunroom and I have a beautiful desk chair and a beautiful desk. And I'm sitting here just in deep, deep gratitude um, for what's in front of me. And I think that's the cool thing about life is we get into these points of friction where we're kind of in a pressure cooker of it all. But then once the we lead, alleviate a little bit of that pressure, then this expansion happens and our eyes start to open and the love and the gratitude falls and flows in. And then we see from a completely different perspective what we were just living through. So that's really the season that I felt like I've been in is this contraction, expansion, contraction, expansion. And sometimes it's hour by hour, sometimes it's day by day, sometimes it's week by week. Um, But that has been what's been really, really real for me is experiencing 
that shadow and the light and dancing with it so um, consistently rather than where I was feeling like a bit before May that I was a bit more consistent in just more of the light and less of the darkness. So that is kind of where I've been. I took a step back from putting out the podcast just because I was really deep into my own process and um, I'm a solopreneur. I do all of these things on my own. So the podcast felt like one of those things where I could say, "Mm, okay, let's just take a little summer break. Um, Let's do a reset and come back in the fall. And that's exactly what I'm here coming back to share with you is sort of those wisdoms and that those things that I've learned over the last little bit that have really brought me into deeper um, harmony with myself and my community. Um, And that's what I want to bring to depth. So I would love to chat about today calling more of yourself in. And I think this is a topic that I talk a lot about um, on Instagram and in my private clients. Um, And it's something that feels very like kind of the core of the work that I do in this world is really about accessing more of who we are. And I feel like in this season of my life, I've learned more about myself, learned more about the people around me, um, and and been in more consistently that ebb and flow of calling myself more of myself in. Briefly there, the masculine and feminine energies and bringing more of yourself in. But the work that I do a lot as well is with sexuality and your sensual expression and how can you kind of zoom in or even zoom out on that part of your expression to allow more of it to exist, right? Especially for women, we've been taught our whole lives to be smaller, to cover up, to be more modest, to play it safe, to... um, watch our mouths to all of these things, right, that are ingrained into us as as young women, well, a lot of us, and that part of ourselves gets restricted, right? Our sensual expression, our sexuality gets sort of restricted and put into this box and told that it's only appropriate in certain settings or um, one setting in general at all, right? And then our light sort of gets dimmed, our... Um, our authentic expression gets sort of squashed and diminished. And what I love to do is really peel into those layers, get curious, see what those desires are, what's actually in your heart, like what's the yearning that's there that wants to be brought forward, that wants to um, come online to feel expressed, and how can we bring more of that part of yourself out? So a couple nuggets here of how we can begin to do this. If you are like, okay, yes, this sounds amazing. Like, I definitely want to explore this. The first thing for me and the first step that I bring a lot of people through is curiosity of like, what is even there for you? What do you desire to express? What, um, what is, what is on your mind? Like what, getting curious with how you're feeling, um, what you're thinking, what you're seeing around you, what is really sort of sparking a bit of a a spark for you or a a tingle of curiosity, a tingle of excitement um, and, and feeling into those aspects. 
with the curiosity too, is also exploring what triggers you, right? When someone else is maybe embodying a quality or an aspect of themselves that you would like to do, maybe you feel um, a certain thing about that person. Maybe you feel a bit threatened or a bit jealous or a bit um, judgmental. And those aspects that you can feel into and explore and have and bring curiosity to can really teach you a lot about yourself as well. So noticing when that judgment comes through, when um, the those you bump up against those things that feel sort of rough around the edges, and um, yeah, bringing that curiosity to them is really helpful. And then noticing what your desires are, right? So especially in the realm of sexuality or sensuality, like what are the things that you think about? What are the things that you fantasize about? What are the things that you bring inside your pleasure practice or your intimate intimacy with partners or your partner? Um, and what are the things that feel there for you, but maybe you aren't expressing through your voice or through your body or through the ways that you're communicating and noticing those desires with a bit more neutrality rather than judging them or having um, a right or wrong type of thought process to them, but just really like, okay, well, you know, this is something I would love to explore, or this is something that turns me on, or this is something that excites me or brings blood pumping through my body. And those things are little mile markers or little tastes and, um, uh, you know, flavors that we can start to explore together. And that's a whole chapter, really exploring those desires with curiosity is really a big chapter of starting to reframe the way that you see your sexual expression and your sensuality. Um, and for me, uh, that's the work that really uncovers a lot of the blocks of what we've just been told to be or what we've, who, who society or teachers or our schooling or peers, like who people have told us <clears throat> to be rather than what we actually at our deepest heart core desire to be. So getting curious, noticing desires, paying attention to those triggers, and then really feeling into them in your body. Like where are you feeling the desires that you're like your that are coming up for you is that in your heart is that in your belly is that deep in your root where are you feeling into these sensations um is it in your chest right is it more of like does it feel more like anxiousness in your chest or your or a bubble in your gut right where are these things that you're feeling and how can you sit with that where can you invite a little bit more um space for yourself to explore those feelings and for me, oftentimes that's through an embodiment practice, which I love to guide people through. Um, but that's really just laying out a blanket or a yoga mat on the floor, putting on some music that attunes to your uh, energy or your mood or your vibe at that time and really allowing yourself to just sort of allow your body to show you what you're thinking and feeling. Um, and it's a really cathartic experience to just sort of um, unravel onto the mat, onto the um, blanket, wherever you're doing the practice, um, and and see what edges you can lean into, what your body is uh, desiring to show you, or what your mind is going to um, bring to light through the movement of the body. And there is an, an embodiment practice that I have in the show notes 
on each of my episodes, which is the feminine archetypes uh, embodiment practice. So if you're kind of like, I don't know um, at all what you're talking about, um, you can grab that free audio and do that practice if you'd like to just see where where there is more of yourself to be calling in, um, which is really, really fun. And if moving isn't accessible to you or that doesn't feel right just yet, that feels a little too edgy, you can also just spend some time in meditation, you know, quieting your mind, quieting your body, um, quieting down the noise around you, you know, putting your phone on silent and sitting and, and the same thing, having some music or some um, a gentle like instrument playing or whatever that is uh, can sort of just bring you into your heart space, into the moment and uh, get really curious there just see what comes through maybe grab your journal put the journal beside you in a pen and then feel free to write out any of the things that are coming through through that time of just getting quiet um spending some time with your own heart and your own mind to really connect with yourself in a beautiful way and then for me too in this season of life and through the last couple of years, it's been really important for me to find community and a support system that really helps to um, support me in calling more of myself in, but also being there to just sort of witness as the layers do unfold. And so my partner is a huge part of that um, and has been an, an integral piece of the last uh, few months as I've been sort of moving through more of the shadowy aspects of life. Um, my girlfriend, like absolutely adore the sisterhood that I've called into my life in this season. Um, in the last little bit, I just feel like I am so lucky with the, the women that I have around me and I have met through online and through programs, um, and just truly people I feel like, wow, this is what sisterhood feels like. And then my literal sister, um, can't speak too much about that because I will honestly just start crying off the microphone but you know people who really get you and who meet you and your shit and who make space for more of yourself to be brought forward you know they don't feel like a judgmental space they don't feel like someone who's going to feel competitive with you they just feel like someone who's really in their heart saying "Mm, okay yeah I see you in this um I, I hear you. I am here with you. And that is such a beautiful thing. Um, so I am hosting a group program this season of life, which I'm just so excited about. It kicks off next week. Um, and, and I deliberately really made this about community and about support because I've been in a lot of group programs over the last three, four years, and some of them are really crummy and aren't helpful and aren't supportive, and it's kind of posed as community building, but there's no real community interaction um, and no real support that feels authentic. And so I've really made this group program that I'm hosting called Sacred Pleasure all about actually building authentic connections and actually building support and dismantling some of that judgment and some of that more shadowy um, wounded feminine type of qualities where we can really come together and play and being compassionate connection with one another. Um, And if you are looking for more of that community and you're really looking to embody more of your pleasure and more of your sensual expression, I really encourage you to take a peek at it. Um, I just feel like this is exactly what 
God put me on this planet here to do and um, what I am meant to be doing. And I really feel like this program was channeled through me and, and put into my hands to say like, this is what you're meant to bring to the world. So, um, you know, this isn't about like money for me or, um, clout or anything like that. It's really, this group program is all about, um, about the heart. And that is what I'm just like so excited to get in and to be serving and to be loving on and coexisting with the women who are joining Sacred Pleasure. And then the last little nugget I wanted to talk about in terms of calling more of yourself in is inviting in more play into your life. Now, I know it feels sometimes really challenging to access play or we can feel guilty for accessing play, um, but it is really an important teacher. And I find when there are times that are heavier or, or more shadowy or um, confusing, like inviting in a bit of that play to just sort of bring the heart back into what you're doing um, or what you're moving through is really, really helpful and supportive. And what that could look like is um, like a craft. Uh, I did a, recently did, completed a paint by number. I was calling it my depression painting. And each time um, when I just felt overstimulated or like I'd had enough, I would tune in, put some, put on a some soft music or put on a, a a podcast that I'd been wanting to listen to or an audiobook, and then I would just start painting. And um, that felt really like a beautiful way of checking out of my work and out of service and out of um, social media and really just coming back into play. So it could be something with your hands. It could be a craft. It could be a game. It could be um, funny music. It could be a TV show, watching cartoons again. It could be uh, dancing around in the kitchen, putting your favorite song on and just letting loose. It could be roller skating or skateboarding or skiing or any of the things that you remember doing as a younger person and really enjoying or that brought a giggle to your face or whatever and leaning into those things again um, because we can learn a lot about ourselves in those moments of play in those moments of leaning into something that uh, you know brings sort of the sunlight back in and um, that has been for sure for me one of the things that uh, I really really find supportive when I am exploring more of myself and looking for permission to be a bit more silly or a bit more playful like like asking for that uh inner child of jenna to come forward and just show me what she wants um and what her expression is i as a young kid was like such a little middle child energy like i would dance at family reunions and um get nude like and just skinny dip in the pool in front of like my parents friends as they were like having dinner parties like there was just so much of myself that was such a little rascal and um so playful and so in her heart that when it does feel like I don't really get what's happening in the adult world I just lean into ask her to show me like and to remind me what life is about um and there's so much magic in those moments so 
Anyway, that is today's podcast. I am just so grateful that you're here tuning in. um, And I hope this left you with something, you know, a little takeaway of some kind and that this was valuable um, use of your last 20, 30 minutes. Um, So I'm sending you so much love and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with me for welcoming in more depth and for playing in the shadow and the light aspects of life. And if you're wanting to join a sacred pleasure, my eight week group intimate program, I'm only taking on 15 people into the, into this cohort. This is my first time ever running it. Um, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's going to be a very powerful portal into accessing more of ourselves. Um, then you can do so in the show notes below or accessing it on my website, agenamiller.ca slash courses. And we're going to have a lot of fun in there. So if you want to apply, the link is on that webpage. Um, And again, I will put it in the show notes too. So it's easy and clickable for you if that seems like something you want to do. So sending you so much love. I hope you're having a terrific day and we will see you next week. (laughs) 